Hey everyone, it's Dr. Keys. Welcome to the Keys to Confidence podcast. I'm here with Shauna, my wonderful office manager, and we are excited to chat about all things skin, beauty, health, wellness, and to help unlock your inner confidence. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. Now let's get started. Welcome to Keys to Confidence. I'm with Dr. Keys and my name is Shauna. Dr. Keys, I know I see you every single day, but our listeners are quaking. They want to know more about you. And I thought that I would ask you a random question every single time we start this podcast. Just like you do every single morning when I see you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The question of the day is what did you eat for dinner last night? What did I eat for dinner? Last night, I had a Buddha salad at a a restaurant. That's what I had. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than your regular raisin bran (laughs) diet. (laughs) Don't make fun of my raisin bran diet. (laughs) Loads of raisins. Yes. (laughs) And Shauna, what did you have last night for dinner? What did I have? I had chicken and rice. It was really boring. Yeah. This, this question was far less entertaining than most of the questions you asked me when I come in the morning. We need to ease our listeners into <laughs> the questions that I have for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so today we are talking about sunscreen. As you know, from our last podcast, we were talking about skin cancer. May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Sun protection has become pretty trendy in the last couple of years with TikTok, Instagram, influencers, celebrities talking more about what they actually use beneath their makeup, which, I mean, from our perspective, we really like. We are in the industry, but for people that aren't in the industry, they are unaware of the importance of sun protection. Yeah, and... and I agree. It is getting talked about more often, which is great. It's great to see because, um, as we know, skin cancer is very prevalent and and it's actually getting worse instead of better. But um, we do want to reverse that and prevention is key for this. So um, the more uh, we can get sun protection out there and sunscreen knowledge, I think the better. For sure. And now that we are heading into, quote unquote, sunburn season, We are going to go over the importance of sunscreen and protecting your overall skin in the warmer months. So Dr. Keyes, who needs sunscreen? Who needs sunscreen? Everyone. The end. That's it. End of the podcast. Everyone, the end. Yes. And should (laughs) people be wearing sunscreen every day or every other day? or (laughs) (laughs) Once a week is fine. (laughs) every day no everyone should be wearing sunscreen every day if you're going outside if uh you know if you live in your parents basement and there's no windows then um, sure you know you can avoid it on those days but even if you're going out to get the mail or you have a short drive to work um you know you're just going out to run errands it should be part of your daily daily routine is is putting sunscreen on before you leave the house now I'm going to challenge you about the comment that you had made if you're living in your parents basement and there isn't windows what about our 
screens, our phones, our iPads, our computers, does that play into any effect with um, protection of your skin? Yeah, I mean, that also plays a, a bit of a role, less obviously than, than the UV rays from the, from the sun. Um, but even, even that, um, you should be wearing sunscreen for to protect yourself from, from those rays that you're getting from, the, from screen time. Since we're all glued to our devices all the time now. Yes. Honestly, one of my favorite conversations I have with people is educating them on the importance of sunscreen. Every time I talk to someone and they ask me like what I wear on my skin every single day and I tell them sunscreen 365 days a year, they are shocked. Yeah. 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 And people don't really know the importance of it and and that you do need it in the winter as much as as ever. Right. So, I mean, clearly you need it. Studies show that it decreases risk of skin cancer, precancerous lesions, premature aging of the skin, like age spots, wrinkles, that leathery skin. Um, Obviously it it decreases sunburns. Um, People that suffer from melasma, I mean, they need it 100% of the time. I mean, they, it, it's probably the most important thing for, for patients with melasma to, to wear. For sure. And like, I always say to, to people, like if skin cancer doesn't scare you enough, like these signs of aging should scare you. Enlarged pores, blackheads, like you said, leathery skin. Everyone should be wearing sunscreen for all of those reasons, but most importantly, because you want to prevent um, skin cancer. What should I look for in a sunscreen? There are some main things that you want to look for. So those would be, you know, something that's a broad spectrum. So you're protecting against UVA and UVB rays, um, SPF of 30 or higher. You want one that's water resistant. Um, I mean, that's if you're if you're out and going to, going to be sweating. Uh, that's less important if you're just going to work and and, and don't have to worry about sweating. But mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're going swimming or, or going to be outside, that's important. And then you have to find one that's right for your skin. So there's, there's lots of different sunscreens out there. It's, it seems almost endless, um, the options that are out there, but if you have acne prone skin, you're going to, you're going to want one that's non-comedogenic. So, um, basically, so it won't clog your pores. If you have allergy prone skin, you're probably going to be better off with like a, a physical sunscreen, which, uh, we'll touch more on, um, in a little bit. And then around the eyes, a lot of people use the sticks around the eyes um, just to prevent the trip, the dripping of sunscreen that can get in your eyes and, and sometimes cause burning. For sure. You did mention UV rays. What are they? UV rays. Um, yeah. Ultraviolet rays. Those, those are the rays that are invisible to humans. We can't actually see them, obviously. Um, the wavelength is too short. But there's three main ones, UVA, uh, B, and C. So... UVC is the most dangerous type, but fortunately, um, those are absorbed by the atmosphere. They don't actually reach the Earth's surface. Um, the ones we're more concerned about, UVB and UVA. So UVB rays, um, we also call them the burning rays. Uh, they cause the sunburn and play a key role in developing skin cancer. These rays are actually blocked by window glass um, where the UVA rays are not. So that's why, you know, even if you're, if you're inside during the day, um, UVA rays can still penetrate through the glass. And those are the ones that cause the premature aging. So um, back to the UVB rays, those are the ones also responsible for making vitamin D in the skin. And uh, 
you know, some people might think, well, if I'm wearing sunscreen, I'm not going to get enough vitamin D. That typically isn't the case. So, you know, we get vitamin D in foods. Um, you get enough sun exposure just during like incidental sunlight. So you're out, like I said, going to get the mail or running errands. You just, you don't have to have a lot of sun exposure to get enough vitamin D. And then, uh, like I said, it's, it's in the foods as well. So no, no worry about wearing too much sunscreen and not getting enough vitamin D there. Um, and then UVAs, as I said, they're the aging rays. So A for aging. And they are the ones that cause premature aging, um, causing the wrinkles and sunspots, age spots. Um, and they're the ones that can pass through the glass and through windows. So that is where you're going to be wanting to wear your sunscreen when you're inside, when you're driving your car, et cetera. I actually saw a photo a few years ago that had surfaced and it was of a truck driver. I yeah. believe um, he was either American or Canadian because of the way that he like sat in his vehicle on the what we sit on the left side, Um, the left side of his face was completely sun damaged and aged and saggy. And then the other side of his face was normal because he obviously didn't wear sunscreen while he was driving his truck. So it was really interesting and cool to see how his skin had changed over the years from UV. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a lot of the UVA, right? So you get the mm-hmm. aging, that saggy skin, but that's a classic photo. That's, you know, they show that at most conferences I go to, it's it's probably the best example of it. We'll, uh, we'll actually have to find, find that photo. Maybe we'll post it on our page or something. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I've also heard like people talk about UV index on the news. What is that? The UV index that uh, no one really knows too much about, but it's somewhat useful. Um, basically, it was um, created to help us make informed decisions about how much time you should spend in the sun and what protection you should use. So they'll give like recommendations on on what the index is at and what you should be doing to protect yourself. So the higher the UV index, the greater the strength of the sun's UV rays and the faster you can burn. So it, it goes from zero to 11 and higher. Um, so zero to two is minimal danger. Um, six to seven is a moderate risk. Eight to 10 is high and 11 plus means basically you're, you're melting at that point. So it's game over at 11 plus. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but basically it's pretty low. So even if the UV index is at three or higher, um, you're supposed to wear protective clothing, sunglasses, sunscreen, um, even when it's cloudy out. So how much sunscreen should, um, everyone be using? I know like Gwyneth Paltrow, she demonstrated on her goop app or whatever, um, that she only puts sunscreen on her T zone. So her, like the top of her temple and her nose, is that something that everyone should be doing or should we be applying it on our face? Yeah, that's why uh, I guess you don't listen to every influencer that's out there because that <laughs> is, you know, one of the worst recommendations you can actually have with sunscreen and sun protection. It's better yeah. than nothing. Better than nothing, I suppose. Um, I don't know if she was thinking, I mean, that's the the area that's exposed most or she's using yeah. it to, to try to like contour her skin with using sunscreen or what, what the idea is, but it's a little, a little silly and, and I would never recommend that, but for how much typically, 
you want to target obviously the the sun exposed areas. Um, it can penetrate through clothing as well, depending on on what the fabric is. Um, but for the sun exposed skin, you want about an ounce. Um, so uh, that typically is enough to cover the whole body. Um, an ounce for for those that don't know how much that is, that's a shot glass. Um, so one shot glass of sunscreen should be enough to cover the majority of the body. The problem is, is that most people apply about 25 to 50% of the recommended amount of sunscreen. So for it to have the actual protection, like SPF 30 or SPF 50, you have to apply it exactly how um, they recommend it on the bottle. And so, I mean, it just goes to show you that most people aren't doing that. So they're not actually getting that, that kind of protection. For sure. And like, they do also recommend like reapplying throughout the day. So there's amazing new sunscreens on the market that is like a powdered sunscreen where you can be on the go when you, if you've already applied your makeup or anything that like is already on your skin, you can just touch that up with the, the powder. So that reminds me, Dr. Keys, we did get a few questions regarding the types of different sunscreens. Alana had asked, is a spray sunscreen good enough for all day wear? That is a good question. Um, and is it good enough for all day wear? Uh, it's not something I probably want to wear, um, although I'm kind of sensitive to it. It makes my eyes burn. So um, I don't like using spray sunscreens on my face. Um, typically, I would use a, or a physical sunscreen on my face. Um, so I guess we can, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what physical sunscreen is so you know. But it basically just goes on the surface. It acts as a shield. It actually deflects the sun's rays. So um, those are things like zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. So um, these are better for people with sensitive skin. They can sometimes we leave like this white cast on your face. Um, and maybe you've seen that in the movies where, you know, the, the person has that really thick white sunscreen on their nose. Or if you've seen that, that photo of Mark Zuckerberg walking around with thick sunscreen on his nose that's going to be a physical sunscreen. So um, spray on sunscreens, those are the chemical ones. So they kind of act as a sponge. They actually actually absorb the sun's rays. Um, the, the ingredients typically in those are like oxybenzone, avobenzone, octisolate, things like that. So um, they typically rub into the skin a lot easier. They don't leave that white cast. Um, but if you have sensitive skin, it, it can be irritating. For sure. And then the other thing with, with spray on sunscreens is, is you don't necessarily know what you're inhaling. So, for example, uh, I think it was July of last year, 2021, uh, Johnson Johnson took off five different aerosol sunscreens from the market because they had a known carcinogen. And I think it was benzene. Um, and any carcinogen is something that can cause cancer in humans. So, um, you know, there, there are, are risks, I suppose, to them. But overall they're they're still relatively safe and frequently used so yeah that was wild i remember when they yeah yeah that was kind of surprising but yeah so i would say if you're going to use a spray use it neck down hold your breath when you're doing it um you know do it in in a light breeze or something like that where it can be taken away so you're not inhaling it um and yeah use it neck down and use a use a physical sunscreen on on your face for sure. And like, if you are super fair and like prone to burning, I would probably recommend using a lotion because with the 
sprays like you don't really know what you're actually targeting on your body anyways and if you have someone doing it for you like you don't really know either i mean they're obviously more convenient but they're yeah, not more as... convenient or convenient quicker um but yeah you, yeah. Have to put it, you have to put it on pretty thick you have to rub it in so you have to have someone rubbing it on your back that type of thing i guess you do with the, the lotions as well but mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's um I don't really like to use them unless I'm in a, in a hurry or in a pinch or it's the only thing there available. I feel like over the years, I'm like a sunscreen connoisseur. I've found a few that I love, a few that I don't love, but my new thing is tinted sunscreen. It is amazing, especially if you're just going to like the gym or going to do like a few errands. It's almost like a, like a BB cream on your skin. So it gives you like a soft glow and it's amazing even just under your sun or under your makeup as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, like a light cover up basically. So Shauna, what are your favorite sunscreens then? So my current favorite is the Vivier tinted sunscreen. They recently came out with this in the last year or so. It's super light pigmented. So it's not like overly dark. And the thickness is just the right amount of thickness that you want for a sunscreen. Mm-hmm. You don't get the white overcast. And my other favorite one to use every single day, like especially if you're out in the summer and you want to reapply, is the Color Science powdered sunscreen. Mm-hmm. They do have like a variety of different shades to match your skin tone. So you can get like a clear, you can get a tinted one. But I find it best for like if you're playing golf or if you're running or walking. If you're doing anything active in the summer, you can just lightly dust that on your face. It gives you, it's almost like you're powdering your face, but also protecting your face. I also like using it on my scalp because that is a place that we often forget to use sunscreen. Yeah, they're great for for reapplication, right? So you'd probably mm-hmm. put on a, a cream first thing in the morning. But yeah, it's it's quick, it's easy, um, and it's not just for women either. Like no. guys might feel feel silly powdering their face, but I mean, you're just applying sunscreen essentially. So, um, like for me, I don't really like the ones that leave you looking oily or greasy. I have, mm-hmm. I'm, I think my skin's a little more prone to, to looking that way anyway. So it's actually nice just to, to bring that down that, that shiny appearance that, that sometimes you get from, from sunscreens. So I did mention that the scalp is a common area that we miss when applying sunscreen. Are there any other areas that you see patients? forgetting um probably the other areas would be your ears and your neck i think those are are probably the most commonly uh, missed areas maybe the tops of the feet as well um and then the and then yeah lips for sure um and then the back because if you're not getting someone else to apply it you're going to miss spots and probably the majority of people listening um, have had that before where they're kind of blotchy on the back, red, red burns here, but you know, mm-hmm. sun protection elsewhere. Um, and then, yeah, lips is important. Uh, a lot of times that gets missed. That skin is super thin and fragile. So you should always be wearing an SPF of 30 or higher on your lips as well. Yeah. And there's great bombs and lip bombs and lip, lip, lipsticks nowadays that have SPF in, in it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So overall, if skin cancer doesn't motivate you to protect your skin, I would say that all of the other anti-aging aspects of, of it should. For sure. I mean, we want to prevent skin cancer. That's our, the number one priority. But 
um, if you're not using sunscreen, you're it's going to age you, right? And and if you want to look good and, and prolong that youthful look, uh, sunscreen is going to be super important. So um, you know, there's there's added benefits just for skin protection from skin cancer for sure. So, Doctor Keys, you mentioned how much sunscreen we should be using and the common areas that we miss when applying sunscreen. Are there any other suggestions that you have for our listeners? Yeah, I, I guess there are other mistakes that pa- patients make. So, um, or people in general. So that'd be like ignoring the label. So if they're not looking to make sure it's broad spectrum, um, that's going to be an issue or if it's not 30 and above. So that's going to be uh, important in itself. So broad spectrum has to be broad spectrum, um, 30 and above always. Um, we mentioned about people not using enough and then people only using it in sunny weather. I mean, that's, that's a bit of a problem. Only about 20% of Americans use sunscreen on cloudy days. Um, we can take that to be the same or similar for Canadians as well. But the sun does emit harmful UV rays year round. So even on cloudy days, you're getting 80% of the UV rays um, from the sun and they can penetrate your skin. So uh, you want to be applying year round and then using an old bottle, um, something that's expired. So the FDA requires that all sunscreens retain their original strength for at least three years. But if it's older than three years, you're going to want to toss that. If it doesn't have an expiry date, I would write a date on it for when it was opened and toss it out after three three years. And then people that just rely solely on sunscreen alone. So there's no sunscreen that blocks 100% of the sun's rays. So it's important to seek shade, uh, wear protective clothing, um, including lightweight long sleeve shirts and pants, a wide brimmed hat sunglasses with uv protection and it has to have uv protection that's super important for the eyes as well and then um, you can use clothing that has ultraviolet protection factor or upf uh, that's built right into the fabric so that's going to be important too um, the type of clothing you're wearing so if you're wearing like a jean shirt it's it has an spf rating of about 1700 um, versus a white t-shirt i think it's about seven so uh, the sun can penetrate through clothing. So if you can find something that has a UPF label on it, that's going to be uh, pretty, pretty good for you too. That's so interesting. I love that. I think as our listeners can tell, we are super passionate about overall skincare, especially sunscreen. So if you guys had any questions regarding any of the sunscreen products that we recommend or any skincare product for that matter, you're more than welcome to send us a message on Instagram Keys MD Cosmetic Clinic, as well as sending us an email, info at keysmd.ca. So just before we go, Dr. Keys, what are some of your take-home tips for our listeners regarding sunscreen? I think the basics, um, just to keep it pretty straightforward, are to get a water-resistant sunscreen that's broad spectrum um, with an SPF of 30 or greater. You want to love it, you want to become best friends with it, and you want to use it every day. Yes, SBS is your BFF. BFF, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to check out our last episode about skin cancer. We, again, are recognizing that May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. And if you have any questions 
about that podcast, you are more than welcome to send us a message too. Very good. Well, everyone have a great week. Wear your sunscreen and we'll see you next time. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. 